Welcome back to the Larry Lakers dribbling chit chat. Unfortunately, tonight the Kings 132, the Lakers 127 in overtime with another game than less than 24 hours. Mo from Memphis asked, will that hurt the Lakers? Did De'Aaron Fox put the NBA on notice? Asked Ted O from Sacramento. Why didn't AD get better ball after Sabonis fouled out Monteo from Manila? Number five, should Rui have had more fourth quarter minutes? Tim Hugs at Destination Anywhere asked, was Wood worth another run and Jackson Hayes a little longer Jono from Scotown. Question six, should LeBron have kept the ball on some of his overtime drives? Mo from Memphis. Question seven, who is Red Velvet? Jai, the retro shoe guy, wants to know. And number eight, there's no rest for the wicked. What's next for the Lakers? And what was 20 years ago today? Says Sean from Abbey Takeaway. All that and more on the Larry Lakers. We're covering questions from our listeners. That's why it is the dribbling chit-chat. You provide the questions, we'll provide the chit-chat. All of that coming up right now. Here you go. Did the Lakers get the last laugh? Did former Lakers get the last laugh? Kings 132-127. Well, Malik Monk, how do you go? He scored 11 of his 22 points in overtime and he fed Kevin Huerta for a key three-pointer with 32 seconds to go. Javal McGee, McGee, he played key minutes. And Mike Brown, who coached the Sacramento Kings, was also a former Lakers coach. They're having the last laugh on us here. 127 the Lakers, 132. They jumped out with a great first quarter. Here's some of the questions from the other listeners. 41-28, it looked like they couldn't miss in the first quarter. 27-0, the Lakers back by two to 25, chipped away but only got two back. And then 28-21, a good seven-point run in that third quarter. But the fourth quarter, 32-28 and a surprise lead taken by the Lakers, but it wasn't enough in overtime. Malik Monk, the former Laker, he missed nine of his first 13 attempts, but he was perfect on all four in overtime. He made two three-pointers. He assisted Kevin Huerta, red velvet, in uh, the ceiling shot in that last 30 seconds, 25 seconds there, and gave him 130 to 125 lead in overtime. Huerta. Here's a story. He had 12 points when someone said in those questions, who is Red Velvet? Well, he's the man who came over in a trade there with Atlanta. He played a full season last year with the Kings, but so far this season, he had gone zero from nine. Zero from nine in a shooting slump. Didn't he find form at the right time for the Sacramento Kings? Uh, he had 12 points after coming into the game at zero for nine. There you go. Who's Red Velvet? He's the man who won the game tonight. But the man who probably won it the most, did he put the league on notice? Yes, today, Darren Fox, uh, 37 points, 8 assists. He had 39 points in a loss against the Warriors in their first game. 37 points today, 8 assists for the Kings. He got 8 points in the final 6 minutes of regulation after he landed, I think it was on Gabriel's foot, just twisted his ankle a bit, 
fell under the basket on the long drive and he had to go off, limp back on and recovered to score eight points in the final six minutes despite limping back on there. Demona Sabonis, he had 12 points, 15 rebounds, but fouled out. A little bit of foul trouble for the Kings, but did the Lakers take advantage? The Lakers have lost four of their last five games to the uh, Sacramento Kings. Who would have thought that? There's the revenge for years ago. Well, they're on the way. They're back in the playoffs. Six players in double figures for the Lakers because scoring was a problem. So you would have thought six in double figures. We're on our way, but 39.5%. Couldn't hit 40% in the first half. Made the Sacramento Kings look like legends, hitting all those threes. And 12 turnovers in the first half for the Lakers. Here we go, how'd they go, breaking it down. Well, Davis looked like a machine who was blocking shots everywhere in the first five minutes or so. He played 42 minutes. You've got to remember that's with extra time. Hit 50%, 11-22 there on his field goals. 7-8, good again from three throws, and he was attacking the basket, so he got eight free throws. Nice. Six offensive rebounds. He was they were pushing him under, but he was getting a hand or a lot more rebounds. 10 defensive rebounds, 16 boards there, two assists, two steals, three blocks AD. He is in form on the uh, blocking the shots, but sadly, minus 10, but a massive, people have been saying, where's he gone? 30 points, sorry, 30 points for AD. So he's scoring again. He's getting the ball deeper with longer entry passes, but they didn't go to that late after Sabonis was injured. He couldn't get that seal. They were mobile and small, I think, and that's they just cut off those passes and we didn't get the ball into AD when we should have been taking advantage with Sabonis off. Torian Prince fired away today, bounced back after having a zero from five game, seven to 17 from the field, but he went cold in that vital last quarter. After being hot early, you thought, well, let's get him back on, Ham, and he did coach Ham, but he didn't hit him again. Looked like he could have few, they were in and out, didn't really get back going again. Five of 13, he's probably missed those last four in a row though, so he's hitting a mammoth 60 plus percent at one stage. Couple of assists, but minus 10 for his 20 points. That's his most output for us as a Laker, so some good signs, but Torian Prince couldn't hit back up for us. LeBron James, everyone's gonna say, how'd the minutes go? Were they bust? How's that gonna work tomorrow against Orlando, I would imagine? LeBron would have a rest, but 39 minutes, he might be hard to stop him. He might want to jump back on for the team. 11-19 from the field, three of eight. He hit a beautiful three-pointer there late in the game, sealed off, and falling back, hit it. You thought, oh, don't fall in love with the three. LeBron, beautiful shot, 15 defensive rebounds. Everywhere, AD would have him covered, block out. He'd scrape up the scraps and get us moving again, LeBron. Eight assists, what can you say? But sadly, eight turnovers tonight, LeBron. Looking a little tired, as you would imagine, as we got towards overtime. Minus five on the real plus, but 27 points. So AD 20, at 30, uh, Torian Prince 20, and LeBron 27 points there. D'Angelo Russell. We talked about putting the D back in D'Angelo. Um, five of 13, one of five from three, as we've said, can he contribute when he uh, isn't hitting the three? He's almost like he's the replacement for 
um, Dennis Schroeder in terms of that sleek, lean, snake-like uh, dribble, scoring off the dribble. Whereas Austin Reeves has got that trick, pullback dribble, and Gabriel's got that nuggety, drive-in, tough uh, score off the dribble. But I think he's got to pick up some of that scoring off the dribble for this team, missing Dennis Schroeder's uh, moves in that regard. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, minus seven, 17 points though. Handy though, look at that nine assists. He's finding a way to make play even when he's not scoring and hit a couple of pressure free throws there late in the game. Six or seven from three throws. D'Angelo Russell hit a couple of them back to back just when we needed them. Austin Reeves is the one struggling. Look, if there was a game all season and we had faith in him last game, tonight's probably the game where he struggled the most. Uh, Austin Reeves, one of 12 from shooting. He looked tired. One from eight. So one from eight in his uh, three-point attempts. A couple of them looked in and out. A couple of mid-rangers looked in and out as well. Maybe he's a little bit unlucky there. Hit two of two. He's solid from the uh, free throw line. He missed a couple last time. Just the two assists. This guy's playing guard and he wants some play marking. He's on for 28 minutes, but just the two assists we might like a bit more. Please, Austin. And minus seven on his real plus for just five points, Austin Reeves. Who came good then? Rui Hachimura. Rui. Just when we thought you got the pay rise, Rui, you're looking more like an eight to $12 million player, not like 16 to $18 million player, but Rui, fourth quarter, hadn't been on a fourth quarter. Rui Hachimura had not played in the fourth quarter so far this season in the two games only this season. Hopped on today and hit a couple of threes in a row. They went on a run. LeBron got a few loose balls. Things got moving. Lakers even took the lead. In the fourth quarter, you thought, here we go, we're coming home, just like last game. Maybe we had too much faith in that. We lost a bit of that out. We subbed him off, hard to believe, and we didn't back, bring back on the next man. But let's have a look. Rui, 17 minutes, three of six, two of four, so hitting 50% there from the uh, three-point land, three of four from free throws. Got uh, offensive rebounds tonight. Last game he had zero, remember? Two offensive, four defensive, so six. One assist there. Rui's on the plus nine on the real plus minus with 11 points. So a real positive contribution from Rui, but we didn't see back on. Coach Ham, he's got a few to juggle. It's early in the season, but gee, might have been tempting to see if we'd have Rui on, even if we had to play small ball there, give Anthony Davis a bit more rest. Christian Wood, again, his second good game in a row for the Lakers. That's positive signs, even in a loss. 14 minutes, had one good stint, came on for a second short stint. Of course, playing sort of small forward, power forward, often while AD or LeBron are on the field. So didn't get centre by himself very often at all, but... Have a look at Christian Wood. Three of three from field goals. That's with two or two, 100% from three-pointer. That's what we thought he could do, stretch the floor, but we didn't really see him in a substantial second or third stint there. Uh, 100% from the three throws at three of three. Five defensive rebounds, which he did. He had those go-go gadget rebounds there against, against the uh, Kevin Durant. Of course, sorry, mind slipping. Against Kevin Durant, he had a hand up, turned, 
stretchy rebound and had a massive uh, game in the rebounding last game. He's had a good game this game. Positive 12, the only, the highest positive. Real plus minus can lie, of course. He was on in a good run or he was on with good combination and a shorter stint, smaller sample size. All of those factors that the nerds will tell us, but it was positive 12. He could perhaps have had an extended uh, second or third stint. He got a short second stint, I believe. Go back and have a look. 11 points, so 11 for he, 11 for Rui. They were two guys that possibly could have had a longer run. The Cam Reddish experiment, not quite working in this game. Five min minutes for minus seven. Zeros across the board. We probably need to look at him in a, in a couple of other games. Maybe Orlando will be a chance to get him on for some extended minutes. Jackson Hayes didn't do a lot wrong. Looked a little out of sorts as he does, a little bit clunky. But this guy, probably he was in uh, late third quarter and he was part of tapping, keeping the ball alive. Nothing that's convincing. One early uh, in the game, first half, lob from um, D'Angelo Russell with a smashing alley-oop dunk. It was quite a long entry lob pass from D'Angelo. So beautiful pass and beautiful roll to the basket on a long run, long curve. And uh, Jackson Hayes, what a uh, slamming catch, dunk, finish, champion. But um, second stint, he had a little run there and uh, they had a little run themselves, the Lakers. He was bumping ball, touching ball, getting little rebounds, jostled rebounds, it had been tap, tap, he got it, loose ball. He looked good in terms of just making a difference and giving Anthony Davis a rest, but he didn't get back on. Maybe, I don't think he would have got back on late in the fourth quarter, but maybe he could have started that quarter just to give Davis a little bit of rest because he's only on for a few minutes there, Jackson Hayes, in that second stint, seven minutes. And he's positive, though, plus one for his four points. Got him off that number zero zero, the Robert Parrish number that we thought perhaps he could have worn after having a lot of zeros last game. Gabe Vincent, the minutes sneak up. We asked a question last time, go and have a look at it on the show. 32 minutes. Has this guy found a way to uh, winning without scoring? He did it at Miami. He's a positive four, only had the two points. So... Gabe Vincent is um, zero or two from three, and he could hit the occasional three with Miami, so hopefully that'll come. But somehow he just does enough to keep his spot on the floor, field and or on the floor. 32 minutes, um, positive four, and only got two points. So somehow he contributes to winning without scoring a lot, but interesting for a guard, without a lot of assists, two assists as well. So maybe there's some signs there for the Lakers. But a couple of runs back looked like we're resting the way, thinking we'd storm home the way we did last game there against uh, Phoenix. But it wasn't to happen at all, sadly, for the Lakers. Let's have a uh, quick look at the Sacramento Kings. Sabonis, 34 minutes, fouled out, but he was 5 of 8. How's that for a percentage? Positive 5. He's made a great contribution for them. 15 rebounds. 14 of them are defensive. So we did a good job keeping him off those boards where he rolls in. He's got some nice little moves to the basket. Didn't get those second goes and third goes. Nice job keeping him off the offensive boards. 15 rebounds though, total five assists. He's a bit of a playmaker. One steal, but the six personal fouls uh, hurt him. Uh, they also did well out of Keegan Murray. This guy, second year or so player, 33 minutes. 
positive 13, so one of the best real plus minuses. Just three and nine from 3.9, but that's still pretty handy. Six of 14 overall for his field goals and got a sneaky eight rebounds and five assists. They're getting something out of uh, Keegan Murray at small forward. The real star though, Darren Fox. What a game, 34 minutes. He's got the 37 points at plus 15. It looked like he could miss. He'd hit these threes. He's such an improved three-point shooter. In the preseason, it became a head-to-head go between him and D'Angelo Russell. Every time it looked like D'Angelo was building some competitiveness and nudge and bump and this is going to be close quarters competition, uh, it didn't go ahead. He got a, a funny call or a foul or, or he, I missed a couple of shots and was subbed off there. So that head-to-head battle clearly won today by uh, Darren Fox, but He's uh, red hot, 39 points in a loss there against the uh, Warriors. And then tonight, um, 34 points we've got him. Here we go, 37 points. 37 points at plus 15 for his 34 minutes. Sorry, there's the 34. Eight assists. He looked mad, he looked magical. And he's getting deep into the key. He can pull back, hit a little jumper. He's got that loop to the left and he hits the um, layup. And he's stepping back now for a three-pointer and didn't have it consistently before. Consistent tonight it was there for uh, Jaron Fox. Uh, Fantastic. What about uh, Kevin Huerta? We talked about him there. He uh, really did make a difference for them. Ended up with plus 11 for his 12. Uh, JaVale McGee, the former Laker, talking about ex-Lakers, have the last laugh. Javal McGee, for his 15 minutes, he's ended up at plus for the big man. And Malik Monk, ex-Laker, there again, has ended up with 22 points. What's next uh, for the Lakers? We should talk about that. Uh, Tonight, they weren't good enough. They'll have to go to the drawing board and have a look at the uh, shooting percentage. They snuck it back up, but it wasn't good enough in the first half. They've hit 33% from three, 43.9, so 44% from the field. Uh, They did out-rebound the Kings. Tomorrow, they've got a game against the Orlando Magic. So they play again in less than one day. And uh, after that, on Thursday, so after tomorrow, two days later, they're gonna play the Clippers in LA, so that'll be great. And they're gonna back up again another two days later and uh, play the Orlando Magic again. So, busy time ahead for the Lakers. They must be fatigued. Be interesting to see who plays tomorrow. You've been watching the Larry Lakers. What happened 20 years ago today? Bit Sergeant Pepperish. 20 years ago today, of course, was uh, LeBron's debut in the NBA, his first game ever. And who was it against? Of course, it was against the Sacramento Kings. Deja vu, but this time LeBron didn't get a win. Until next time, I'm Tony. You've been watching the Larry Lakers. What? Have a look at the podcast. Thanks for watching this. Give us a like. Please subscribe. Please comment below. And thank you. Go Lakers tomorrow against Orlando.